Welcome to the Peacock and Gamble podcast. Hello and welcome to the Peacock and Gamble podcast. I'm Ed Gamble. I'm Ray Peacock. Hello, Ray Peacock. I have. I've washed my hair. I know you look lovely. I've just had a shower ready for this podcast. Yeah. Because I thought it is best to be clean. <laughs> so I have washed my hair with shampoo and then I put some Tony and Guy conditioner on it. <laughs> it looks beautiful. Smell it. All right. Mmm. <laughs> That's my life. That's my lovely. That's because yeah. it's well expensive. <laughs> how are you? All right. Yeah, I'm fine. Go on, ask me. All right. How are you? Fine, thank you. I'm clean. <laughs> yeah, I know you look all tousled. When was that time you had a shower? Uh, this morning. What sort of one did you have? Big one. <laughs> with a big thing on top? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was all spraying on me. All the water? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> did it go in your hair? Yeah. And then trickle over your face? Yep. Then down over your busters? Yep. And then it just tripped off the end of them and hit the floor? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My, do you know what? I can't remember last time I washed my knob and legs. <laughs> I've no idea when the last it's time. An... I actually think now, if I now got water on my knob or legs or feet, <laughs> I would come out in a rush. <laughs> but I am clean for this one. I'm clean. The top, I'd say the top foot and a half of my body is really clean. Yeah, well, I, I've, I've noticed that below my busters, it has gone all just like withered and dry. <laughs> It's like nice juicy top, right? Nice juicy head yeah, and hair yeah. and busters, right? And then just a crisp below. No, I've noticed actually recently when I've been looking at you that every time I look at you, I, f- I fancy a Cornetto. <laughs> <laughs> I think you look like a big Cornetto now. I think you might be disappointed I don't have a bit of chocolate in the bottom of my toes. I think I look like an oyster. <laughs> what you get from an ice cream van? Yeah, you do. I'll do for an intro. Yeah, I suppose so. <laughs> What I'd like to do very quickly today is I'd like to reference all the things that have happened that we've not been able to talk about yet because we pre-record these so yeah. far ahead. Okay. Like all the things that have been sent to us as gifts and all the rest of it. Yeah. Also the PlayStation Home thing. A lot of people we said uh, on a podcast a few weeks ago about adding me on PlayStation Home as a yeah. friend. That podcast came out this week when we were recording <laughs> this. I'm a bit surprised <laughs> when I got to my inbox on the Monday. No one, no one's added you. No, it was just under a hundred people. <laughs> right? I've already deleted loads of them. <laughs> and you know no, they know why. I'm not even, I'm not gonna repeat it on here. You know why I deleted you. Well, they beat you at bowling and you got angry. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, the gifts that we've had. Uh, thank you very much for our gifts. Uh, we're just going to do a little rundown of just some of the ones we've had so far. You got a gift? I did. I got a little number plate with Edward written on it. That was nice. Who's yeah. that from? That was from Gio. That was from Oh, Gio got me, uh, she sent me some uh, luxury hot chocolate. Yeah. Three tins of luxury hot chocolate all wrapped up in cellophane with like ribbon on it and that. Do you want to swap? No, I'm all right without a number plate with Edward written on it. <laughs> um, Gavin, who's the Gavin guy? Gavin Almond. Gavin Almond. Because that yeah. was sent to you, wasn't it? Yeah, that was a big sort of package of things. Okay, uh, what was in it? A piece of pasta. Well, you did ask for that. I did ask for that, <laughs> but I was kind of hoping for more than one bit. Okay, do it like the Generation <laughs> Game, go on. Alright, this is the most fucked up Generation Game yeah, conveyor belt ever. A piece of pasta. A tutti frutti sweet. <laughs> a condom. Why was a condom? Well, he explained it in the note. He said it was so, in, in case we wanted to take our relationship to the next level. Right, well. Not, not with him. I think he meant me and you. It's oh, right. Like... Well, all right, I'm having first go on that condom now. <laughs> You should have said two, really. Yeah. So it's too late anyway, isn't it? <laughs> We've already gone bareback. <laughs> what else? A Destructoid sticker. What the fuck's that? It's a sticker with a robot on it. I quite like it. Is it like Transformers? Like a, a crap Transformers? Yeah, and it's, it's saying sweet or something. I think it's something to do with a forum on the internet. Okay. Yeah. I don't, I'm not familiar with that. If I had a skateboard, it would look lovely on it. Okay, well I might put it on my car. Yeah. <laughs> I've already got a DC sticker on my car. Yeah, you do. Your car is a little bit like I a do. skateboard, My car was it? so expensive and I do just put stickers on it. <laughs> <laughs> 
really expensive pencil case. <laughs> yeah, you're like a little girl who's got her first calculator. I do. When I get a sticker, I think, I'm going to put it on my car. An origami crane called Cecil. A crane called Cecil? Yeah, like a bird crane. Oh, or- oh, right. Like a paper thing he's I thought folded. like a inside one. Basically, he's folded up a bit of paper. Yeah, okay. Cheers for that, Gav. Cheers for that, Gav. Cheers, Much mate. Much appreciated. Uh, Jordan Bradbury, here's a weird one. I got a little red slip through my uh, letterbox saying... You... Move out, you're yeah. evicted. Yeah. <laughs> you've not paid your rent. Um, no, it's saying that uh, you've got a parcel waiting for you at the post office, right? Right. Went down and get it, quite excited about Was it. Was it Jordan Bradbury wrapped up? <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't, but it was a present from Jordan Bradbury. Right. No, thanks... Thanks for it, Jordan. Yeah. You know, much appreciated. It's baffled us a little bit. Because um, you got me Crocodile Dundee 1 and 2. The <laughs> DVD box set. Which, I mean, the weird thing about that is I've got literally thousands of DVDs. Yeah. I've not got that. Maybe he was the Welsh shower man and he looked through all yeah. of the stuff when he came. Like, oh, evil monkey. Oh, you don't have Crocodile Dundee 1 and 2? I'll remember that. Yeah, I remember future. that. Said, no, you're all nice. <laughs> Maybe evil monkey was a distraction going, oh, look, evil monkey. And then when I looked, he went and didn't inventory my DVDs. <laughs> Uh, but thanks, Jordan. That's much appreciated. We're going to watch them tonight, I think, whenever a romantic night in. How did he get to that idea? Do you know what? I, part of me's thinking, just don't question it. To be honest, I can hear, the, can hear it in your voice that you like Crocodile Dundee. I do like it. I've not seen it for years, but I'm looking forward to it. Uh, Catherine sent me a bull's head. <laughs> <laughs> fucking, if I was baffled by Crocodile Dundee... <laughs> When that came through the fucking post, a little shitty little bull's head. Oh, thing. right, okay. Because in, no, no. in my mind, I've just got this image of a postman pushing like a rotting bull's head through your letterbox. <laughs> it was like one you buy in Spain and that. Right. But it had all pipe cleaners on it and that, and a little note saying you can keep your keys on it. Right, that is slightly threatening. In Mate, a way. <laughs> it won't even hold itself up by its, by its little handle thing. We also, oh, uh, Jack and Alan did me a rap video. Oh, that's good. Okay, we got that on Facebook. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, good. really, really good. Yeah. Uh, Alan looks a bit like a girl. Right. But, I mean, they are called, I'm sure it's Alan. I'm sure her name's Alan. <laughs> it's Jack and Alan, but Jack I think that Alan. is a girl, Alan. Yeah, it must be. Yeah, and also, we got uh, theatre tickets. Yeah, that was amazing. From LB. Now, that, that was a genuinely, that was lovely, but we were a bit worried when we got them that we thought, hang on, have you just made these and you're sending us to the West End? <laughs> and also we thought... Like when we've been sending people down to uh, get a cruise ship and that. Yeah, totally. Yeah, but yeah. also, we, what, the other thing we were worried about as well is we don't know if you were there, LB, <laughs> because you, you might have got tickets on the same night, like, behind us or something yeah and we just don't know but we yeah. went to that show yesterday we'll say about that a bit but I did I... notice that when I left there was a lock of hair had been cut from the back of my head yeah I noticed that a bit of, like a, a star of skin had been carved out of my neck <laughs> But thank you for that. That was really, really appreciated. They weren't cheap them tickets either, so thank you very much. But uh, lovely presents all round. Keep them coming. Yeah. Bit less of the Tutti Fruities, bit more of the theatre tickets. Thank you very much. <laughs> deliberate mistake time. Hooray. Last week's deliberate mistake. And here's a big exclusive. Everybody got it. Well done, everyone. Absolutely everybody got last week's deliberate mistake. I mean, it was glaringly obvious. What was it? Admittedly. Uh, last week's deliberate mistake, of course, was the entire Ed's prediction. Section. Oh, come on. The entire section of that was all absolute toss. No, it wasn't. And a blatant mistake, all of it. I mean, none of that will come true. I have seen at least one plane flapping its wings. So congratulations to everybody who got that one. Um, and it's a good prize as well this week. Uh, it's a brilliant prize, right? It is to go and stay in a cottage. <laughs> right? It's a, a cottage in Haysborough uh, on the Norfolk coast, okay? What? And basically what you've got to do is go to the cottage, right? This it's, is where you went on holiday, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's actually spelt Happisburg, the place, but it's called Haysborough. Uh, go and stay there. It's just down from the um, the Hill House pub, right? I call it the Hell House. Don't go there. Oh, good one. Because they're just full of racists. It's absolutely vile. <laughs> we left there within 30 seconds. Go to the cottage. You'll know which one it is. And just outside the front door, right? To the right of it is a little boot scraper thing. <laughs> to the left of it is like a 
little padlock thing. That's actually his little safe, right? Yeah. So in that is the key for the front door. Right, you can't um, say and that. And the code for that is 3777. No. <laughs> so if you just go there, 3777, put that in there, you can get the key out and you can go stay in that. Right, um, don't. Don't worry if anyone says you can't. Just say, just say <laughs> I said it was fine. I, I paid for it and I thought that I would then be able to use it however long I wanted you it. You thought you bought it. Yeah, I, mean, I don't remember anyone saying a week. Right, so just go there, get the key out and go and enjoy that. You'll have a lovely time. I mean, do it soon because Haysborough is falling into the sea. Right. At quite an alarming rate. Okay, is that, is that since you went there? I did do a lot of dancing and jumping <laughs> while I was there, right? But um, it is, I think it's about 30 foot has gone in the last three years. Wow. Right, it's properly falling into the sea. Right. And I think the cottage is about maybe 300 foot. Can't do the maths. So get there quick. Get there go quick. there quite quickly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And just go move in there. Um, <laughs> uh, congratulations. Uh, all the people that got that, which was everyone. You have won a cottage. <laughs> on the Norfolk coast 3777 that is what you want to put into the little code um, and enjoy yourselves and me and Ed might come and visit sometimes yeah for a nice stay yeah because they have got all little board games there one okay. of which is called Mind Trap which I'm going to read a question out for you later on because um, you will not believe it <laughs> you will simply not believe the answer to this question we're not going to give it we're going to give the question you can guess it yourself <laughs> The other interesting thing that's happened this week is we got an invite. Well, I got an invite, first of all, through Facebook yeah. to go to a barbecue. You did, yeah. Yeah, a gentleman wrote to me and said, it's my friend's birthday, he's a big fan of the podcast, will you come his birthday party? <laughs> right now, unfortunately, I was working, or I will be working on the night in question, so I will have to send apologies and RSVP no, sadly. But then, you ran me up that night, Yeah, I hadn't even told you about it, and no. you ran me that night, and you said you'd been asked to do a corporate. Well, yeah, yeah, I introduced <laughs> the concept as that, yeah. yeah. Um, but essentially, I was asked to go to the same barbecue. Yeah, but different deal for you. Though. Different, a li- little bit of a different deal for Ed. Uh, I was just I think we know which to one, go to it. I think we know which one's his favourite because I was offered accommodation in a travel lodge, twin room, mind. Yeah, and eighty pounds expenses to go to someone's barbecue. Yeah, free food and free drink as well. Now, here's the thing: you were considering going. Yeah, now, I'm not saying whoever you are. I'm not saying it's not genuine. I'm not saying you're not lovely people and all the rest of it. That's fine and it's much appreciated. And keep the invites coming, but we prefer the theatre ticket. <laughs> but keep the invites coming. But I mean, what, how? First off, how did they arrive at eighty quid? <laughs> How did they go? Right. Well, I reckon that we can get Ed. For, well, let's let's make some notes actually, and let's try and work. I reckon we could get Ed at this stage of his career for eighty quid. No, but we have to give him a hotel room as well. All right. Should we give him the money or the hotel? No, give him the hotel room because we are going to get him drunk. All right. And then, to... I, I reckon what happened was it was originally going to be one hundred and fifty, right. and they worked out that I was going to eat um, seventy pounds worth of meat. Yeah, yeah. But you're, you're not going. No, I'm not. No, no, no. Definitely not. No, I'm not. I'm busy. I think you should go. Why? I just strongly think you should go. Well, in fact, you were trying to force me to go, and you said, <laughs> e- you, even to the extent that you said, I'll drop you off and pick you up. <laughs> <laughs> Which would have been the strangest thing in the world. But how awkward would that be? Really awkward. I mean, that's a step away from being a lookalike. <laughs> <laughs> that's like going, let's just book someone who looks like David Jason to just walk around our party. Do I look like David Jason? No, I'm using it as an example. All right, okay. <laughs> I, I'd love you to do it. Because th- this is how it'd go. It'd be literally like, ding dong. Hello? Oh my god, it's Ed! Ed, look, 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 mate, it's Ed, your favourite of the podcast. Hello, I'm Ed. Hiya, Ed, come on in. Hiya. Oh, you're a nice party. Yeah, 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 it's brilliant. Oh, I can't believe you're here. Yeah, I'm here now. Yeah, yeah you are. We're going to have a barbecue. Oh, cool, I like a barbecue. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm so glad you came. Yeah, I'm glad to be here. Yeah. Oh. Ed is there, everyone. Who? Oh, it's a podcast that I like. 
Right, you know, none of you lot listen to it. It's literally just me. <laughs> Only I knew who he is, but the problem is, is it's my birthday, so I've got a mingle in that. Yeah, <laughs> uh, well, thank you for inviting me. That's all right, Ed. Yeah, um... When do I get my 80 pounds? <laughs> How long will I have to stay for? And is any food ready now? <laughs> and then you'd go missing. In a year's time, I'd get another invite to the same party and I'd go, I'd better go now and see what actually happened there. I'd walk in, the door would shut behind me and then my own idea. <laughs> I'd open a closet, it'd just be you, thin, <laughs> tied up going, help me, help. thank God you found me. Thank God there wasn't even any meat. <laughs> there wasn't even a barbecue they've just been using me for sex <laughs> but happy birthday <laughs> are they going to use me for sex I might go <laughs> so we were sent tickets as a gift we were to West End production of Waiting for Godot X-Men Live X-Men Live as we christened it immediately when we found out that it was uh, starring Ian McKellen yep Patrick Stewart yep Simon Callow was in it as well yeah the, and, uh, the dead one and, off, uh, off Hugh Grant yeah and um, Ron Moody off Oliver <laughs> I can't remember who the one was uh, Ronald Pickup it was Ronald Pickup yeah, yeah. Um, sadly we went on an afternoon to a matinee and uh, it was all under studies so yeah. uh, we had Ian McCaskill the weatherman <laughs> uh, uh, Simon Cowell yeah yeah, that was good. That was a good spot. Yeah, it was good. And, and your brother Patrick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and no, it was full cast. It was, it was. Full cast yesterday. Now, I'm a bit of a connoisseur of Beckett, Samuel Beckett. I'm... Yeah, and I am a connoisseur of X-Men. Yeah, you know all about that as well. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I've actually performed in Went for Godot. I've played Vladimir in Went yeah. for Godot. Um, I've also played Estrogen in Went for Godot in French. Yeah, it was a show off. Yeah, it was originally written in French, and I've actually played it in French. It was abridged, in fairness, but um, yeah. I did play. I played both parts. Well, you say in French, what he did is it was the English production. You went yeah. on and went. Oh yeah, nothing to be done. I am beginning to come around to that conclusion myself. Oh, you did it as Frank Spencer as well. Good morning. And all that in it. Yeah, it's good. Did you enjoy the play, Ed? I did. Uh, I liked the bit when Brian Cox came in the school, right? Right now. And they all had to run out. No, that is X Men. No. Did you enjoy Wayne for God, though, that we went to see yesterday? I did, I did. Um, yeah. I really liked the bit in the house where um, Patrick, my brother, ends up flying in the yeah. air and this, then see, disappears. This, this was the problem. I mean, you might think now Ed's being flippant, but uh, don't forget, West End, all nice. <laughs> uh, surrounded by a lot of posh people there, where they're in jeans and t shirts. Yeah. Which I think is how the theatre should be, in fairness, but, yeah. but it's not the way it's it for is. For the masses, isn't it? Yeah, but it's mostly just lots of perfume in there yeah. <laughs> and, uh, although I'll tell you what in the interval right not, no word of a lie we saw a girl with a knocker out yeah she had uh, she had like his low cut dress on and she spilled out of it and a knocker a knocker was out in it and that's not even a joke that is true that is I said oh look Patrick Stewart's come up to give you a personal appearance <laughs> But I'll tell you how Ed behaved himself at the theatre. Now, you see, the thing is, <laughs> I, I, I trained in theatre. Yeah. Went to drama school in that originally, before I knocked it all on the head. Yeah. And decided to do a bit of comedy instead. Yeah, a bit of the old comedy. I still do a bit of acting every now and again. Yeah. So I know how to conduct myself, is what I'll say, in, in a theatrical environment. Yeah. Both off stage and on, I know how to conduct myself. Yeah. I'm not sure, Ed. I mean, the we- the thing about saying uh, X-Men live, that, yeah. that was funny, I get it. It's not really the done thing. <laughs> To throw staples in the air <laughs> when a production is going on to see if it sticks to Magneto. <laughs> right, that's not really a done thing. And it, it'll annoy the people around you as well. Right, alright, that's fine. But I was just trying to have a little bit of fun down the theatre. Yeah, he's behind you, he's not really not really allowed. <laughs> he when, was? I know he was, but that was the point of it, is he was calling for me. Yeah, and I understood 
where, where you were coming from with it. And also the bit where you lent over to me, because if you're not familiar with Waiting for Godot, um, I don't think I'd be ruining it to tell you that Godot doesn't actually appear. Yeah, bloody waste of 50 quid, that, for whoever sent us the tickets. Yeah, Godot never comes back. It never actually turns up. I want to um, go down there on the last night and see if he turns up as a surprise. No, I don't think he will, because I think, the, I mean, my interpretation of the play is that Godot doesn't even exist, that Godot right. is a transposition of Vladimir and Estrogen. Oh. They, they call each other Didi and Gogo. God, it's like about God. No. God? Oh. No, it's he not. He doesn't that. exist. No, his full name is God. Oh, he doesn't exist. No, their, their names huh? for each other are Gogo and Didi, and if you transpose those letters, that comes up with Godo, so they're essentially waiting for themselves. No, sorry, it's called waiting for Godo, not waiting for Goody. No, but... If his name was Dodo... No, Go... Go... Then I suppose Go. that's extinct, and Dodos don't exist, so Godo doesn't exist. Can you see what I had to Nice one, Ray. <laughs> at, at the theatre yesterday. Can you see what I had to... I'm all for messing about. I'm right. all for dicking around, as our London Dungeon story will tell you. <laughs> but, you know, there's a certain... You've not even told them... I made a special effort. You said I was in jeans and a t-shirt. Yeah. But I went in proper special clothes as well, didn't I? Well, this is why we should have gone Forbidden Planet after <laughs> we had been the theatre. Because Ed managed to buy in Forbidden Planet without me noticing. And I'm actually quite an observant lad. <laughs> and I only found this out at the clapping. <laughs> uh, during the applause, uh, uh, during the break, the, the interval, Ed's clapping was very clunky. <laughs> I looked down, he'd bought himself a Wolverine claw. <laughs> Yeah, it's good for the theatre. So he's clapping with a Wolverine claw. <laughs> People are looking at us. I'm glad Magneto didn't notice. He's suggesting at half-time going, I'll tell you what, if the second half's as long as the first half, <laughs> I'm going to run on and say, hello, I'm Godo. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry I'm late. All it was. <laughs> um, I think I might have dropped my keys around here. Have either of you found it? No? All right then, the end. And it just keep it a bit more snappy, because the second half is basically saying, I'd thought, right, because yep. they, they're doing it so much, that they'd gone on an autopilot and just started doing the first half again. Yeah, it's, it's relatively similar to the second half, but there are there are a lot of differences, though. Yeah. <laughs> Can I take your theatre review? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, and no I'll do a review of it now. All right, here's, here's a right. review of Waiting for Godot in the West End. When I went for Waiting for, what is it? Waiting for Godot. Waiting for Godot in the West End. Or Godot, a lot of people say in America. Yeah. I was looking forward to it because of um, Captain Picard and um, Gandalf. <laughs> Who, incidentally, we met in Boots afterwards. Yeah, we did. He had a cap on, didn't want to speak to us. Yeah, the bloke, uh, what's he called, Patrick Stewart, we met him in Boots afterwards. No, he was all right. He wouldn't even shake my claw. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> anyway, back to my review. We were sat on very comfy seats and they sold revels at the entrance. <laughs> Which is always nice for the theatre. Uh, unfortunately, I couldn't get into my Revels pack because I had my Wolverine claw on. <sighs> anyway, to sum up my review, <laughs> the Revels were nice, apart from the coffee ones. The seats were comfy and the girl sat next to me was quite fit, if a bit young. She was three, th- three stars. <laughs> she was about 30. Yeah, but I had to do something to distract myself, didn't I? On the plus side, though, I have to say, I was very um, heartened to see that Patrick Stewart is now out of his wheelchair. <laughs> It was nice that he, wasn't, that he wasn't in his wheelchair no more. Yeah. But I'd advise yeah. you to go and see it. I mean, if you can't really afford to go and see it, like me and Ed, then just start a podcast. <laughs> start a podcast, encourage fans to send you free stuff. Maybe one of them will be naive and stupid enough to send you two tickets, £50 each, to go and see a matinee performance, which essentially we ruined. The first time I went on PlayStation Home after all my brand new podcast friends all added me on PlayStation, yeah. right? I was playing bowling yeah. with another person who wasn't a podcast fan, which is yeah. a stranger on PlayStation Home. About 30 of them came on <laughs> and just stood around me. 
just looking at me, and I'm like going, hey, hey, are you, are you all right? Are you all right? And they were going, we are dreadfully sad about Fraser. My condolences about Fraser. I was like, That's nice is... that they're joining in. It is, but it's a little bit creepy to just have people just staring at you. Yeah, it's more awkward when it happens when you're really bowling. Though, yeah, no, it? I know. That has happened as well before because I bring my own shoes, right? which I made myself out of cellophane and a crisp packet. Right, but I'm, so I'm there, and I don't look unlike Jesus on, on, on my PlayStation icon. Home. Yeah, oh, not yeah. in real life, no, no. but on my PlayStation icon, it's not unlike Jesus. Yeah, and I thought like, how oh, must it look? Yeah, if someone's walking past, see a Jesus-looking person with it, thirty people around. It was you. like Life of Brian, the video game. <laughs> maybe that, maybe they thought that that was Jesus, right, resurrected, but he'd come back in the computer because that is the modern way of doing it. Are you it. trying to very sly? Are you being sly here? Are you trying to do another future prediction? <laughs> no. That should Jesus come back, he's coming back in a computer game. <laughs> <laughs> so he will decide he'll be chatting away with God going tell you what dad I think I might uh, nip, back, nip back down to earth I think it's time I think, I think I'll have a quick go down there and God will go oh yes that's a good idea why <laughs> <laughs> why God made us in his own image so yeah. uh, by, by that logic he must have he must have some gay in him right Oh yeah, that get yourself down to earth. That's it. That's it. Jeez, go down. Oh, now where are you going to reveal yourself? Times Square, New York, Central London. What do you reckon? Maybe at Parliament? No, uh, Dad. What I thought I would do is I would reveal myself on a PlayStation Home. I thought, well, I, could, I reckon I could get a deal on Xbox. No, I've always, I've always preferred PlayStation. I think I'm going to go with Sony on this one. I'm gonna, Sony presents the second. You gotta be coming. loyal when it comes to consoles. No, Jesus isn't. Good. Oh, you gotta be loyal when it comes to consoles. Is that Jesus? That was surprisingly accurate. <laughs> Hello, I'm Ray Peacock. It's a letters section now where we write complaint letters to companies what? about their products and we complain about them What's... in order to get some free stuff. Why are you doing it so low energy? Unfortunately, I have resigned <laughs> from this section due to artistic disagreement. <laughs> Due to the fact I've been getting no support oh, what? from my comedy cohort, Ed Gamble. Due to the fact that I feel increasingly undermined. I've been helping you. Increasingly that my letters, even though I was doing my hardest and trying it as best as I could and trying to learn... <laughs> <laughs> Even though I'd done all that, it was like banging my head against a brick wall. But you were constantly, sadly, mentioning cancer. I sadly have to now bow out right. from this section. Unless public opinion sways the other way. And you all write on the Facebook page that I am the best one. <laughs> Please do my letters again. Because they are the funniest ones. And you are enjoying them. And you're not upset by Fraser having... <laughs> which I'm not allowed to say. In fact, which I which I wouldn't say. I wouldn't say the illness. You might have heard in this section so far. The only person that's mentioned the illness is Ed. <laughs> he did it. I'm a bit more tasteful than that. But anyway, I'm not getting involved in this one. I'm now going to sit here. I'm going to I'm going to be professional. Right. Well, you're I'm, not being professional I'll laugh because you're bringing you're bringing arguments into the realm of performance. I mean, I didn't realize that when we were doing this podcast, we decided to do it. I didn't realize I was going to be censored. <laughs> I didn't realize that Ed would be coming down so hard on Look, me you can stuff. do what you want I'm just I trying thought, to give you advice I thought freedom of speech still existed but apparently not it's like South Africa here <laughs> but, but when it was bad <laughs> in the olden days uh, but Ed you've written a letter this week a complaint letter yeah but what I want to check with you now is yeah. fine you're bowing out I think you're giving up too early I think you're well on your way to doing something good and I think it's don't, a shame don't I now. think it's a shame no it's my turn now you've had your little say speech right? it was a speech speech your little speech right I think it's a real shame that you, you were only beginner at it and you've given up it's Don't like patronize me no i'm not patronizing you i'm being nice you were learning how to ride the bike yeah and we just we just about took the stabilizers off yeah you've 
fall enough, you scrape your knee. I didn't scrape my knee, though. You did scrape your knee. I didn't. I was brilliant, and my letters were good and edgy. And I put a plaster on it, and you're going, no, it hurts, it hurts, don't put the plaster on. And that is what, it, and you're blaming me for it hurting, but it's your fault because you fell off your bike. <laughs> my stuff was all controversial in that. My, I'm the bad boy of comedy. Right, well, you'll see. I think, in fact, I, I'm going to say something now, if this if this makes you want to keep doing it. What? I think you, your letters yeah. have influenced my letters. Right. I think we're finding a nice middle ground. So go on, let's do your letter. Go right, on. well, I um, I bought some sweets recently yeah. from a garage. Okay. Right, I was, I, I'll was admit, I was sucked in by the packaging. Right. I'll just show them to you now. Whoa. They're called Toxic Wastes. Yeah, let me see this. And it's in a little, it's like a little it's um, like, vat. A, a, like a drum, like a, a oil drum type thing with all sort of green toxic waste spilling over the edge. Like the sort of things you need to shoot near monsters on a PlayStation game. Yeah, that's what it's made them explode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, basically, they're hazardously sour candy. This is vile. Assorted I'm... sour fruit flavour hard boiled sweets. Yep, and I, I bought them from a garage and my new trick is uh, I'll give them to someone who's driving okay. to see if we'll crash. Uh, I'll just read you some of the some of the water. Warnings. Well, firstly, they have a little table uh, which is titled "How long can you keep one in your mouth?" Which is not a good thing for a sweet. It's not really, is assuming it? Assuming you'll spit it out. Yeah, I mean, we could just get a little pot of bird shit. <laughs> how long can you keep it in yeah, your mouth? See how long you can taste this for. <laughs> I've never understood sweets like this. I've yeah, ne- I've never got it. I don't. I never understood popping candy. Oh, I love popping candy. I think it's absolutely horrible. It's like a party in your mouth. No, it's not. It's horrible. It hurts. It doesn't hurt. Yeah, me as a child. No drawing pins you were having. No, it wasn't. <laughs> I can remember. Coming back from par baths, right. swimming pool when I was really young. I mean, Mum had bought me some popping candy. I, I presumed it was when it first came out, but it's maybe been going much longer than that. Yeah. Uh, she used to work uh, for an American company, and she got them from America. Right. And she gave me. I can. I can still vividly remember. I must have been four or five years old yeah. in the back of my mum's Datsun, eating that and feeling like I was going to die, <laughs> and being furious that she'd even given it to me to eat, <laughs> like it was a joke or something. So you've written to these wanting more of them. I've, re- I've written to Candy Dynamics uh, in Indianapolis. <laughs> yeah. In Indianapolis. Uh, to try and get some more. I, I don't want any more of them. Right, okay, but let's just see if we can and get And by some. the way, if any listeners are now going, oh, it'd be funny to send them to them, wouldn't it? They don't do that. <laughs> I'd sooner have nothing. Here we go. Dear Candy Dynamics of Indiana Jonesonopolis. <laughs> Hello. First off, I would like to say what a nice surprise it is to find out that there is a theme park all about Indiana Jones <laughs> and also that you make sweets on it. But that is my only good comment. I recently purchased a packet of your toxic waste sweets for my son, Fraser. A plucky little lad with a fighting spirit and very bad luck. <laughs> he liked the packaging and he thought he might be able to use the pot for his medicine once he had finished his sweets. Wow, what's up with him? G- got a cough. <laughs> they will sadly never be finished as we have to throw them away. Why, well, has he died? No, we've had to throw them away. Just copying all my ideas. Right. But when I do it, it's bad taste. Go on, no, carry right, on. No, I'm, I'm not carrying on. No, if you're not going to enjoy it. I'm enjoying it. I'm just saying now. All right, I'll save it to the end. Go on. Right. Yeah. Fraser popped one sweet in his mouth and then scrunched his face up and strained so much that his eye popped out on its string. <laughs> <laughs> it just sat there on his cheek whilst the other one did all crying. On the upside, he did spot my phone on the floor, which I had dropped, so that is one good thing to come from it. I've told him he can have an eye patch, but on second thought, this won't work, so I've bought him a long eye sack. (laughs) He's trying to make the best of it, as always, and he's trying to learn how to look round corners. (laughs) His father wants to cut it off with nail scissors like in Hostel. But I don't want this. How will I ever be able to cut my nails again knowing my scissors have been near that? I have had an idea. If you send us some more, maybe we can get his other eye to do the same. (laughs) 
so he can pretend it is just what he looks like normally. So send them, please. Yeah, but that's what <laughs> yeah, I asked to send them. Yeah. Secondly, it has been studying the, ev- the effects of nuclear waste on wildlife at school. So he fed some of the sweets to the ducks. <laughs> they exploded. <laughs> just thought I would end the letter on a nice note, but don't forget about his eye, Mrs. Fraser. That's lovely, Ed. Well yeah. done. Well done. And I think skirting, no, skirting, stepping right into bad taste. <laughs> Do you think? Because you're having at me yeah. about him being poorly and you're on about him <laughs> wandering around with two dangly eyes. But no, one dangly eye. And... Yeah, but you're wanting to have two. <laughs> to balance it out. It's like a, one, like a Ghostbusters toy. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. I think your letters have influenced me and I think we're finding a nice middle ground. So I'm really upset you stopped doing yours. Well, I'm sorry, I'm in retirement anyway. Uh, <laughs> but don't forget, if anybody wants me to carry on with them, just say, you know, I, I will bow to democracy <laughs> and should there be a charge for me to do like more letters if you all come going no please 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 then I will be back definitely doing them next week definitely doing them they're going to be proper bad taste as well <laughs> The Peacock and Gamble podcast was devised and performed by Ray Peacock and Ed Gamble all music by the Tiger Lilies Except the last one, which is performed by Frank Sidebottom. The Peacock and Gamble podcast is a big and dark production, hosted by Chortle.co.uk. If you spotted the deliberate mistake in this week's show, tell us on our Facebook page and you might win a prize. See you next week. Right, as well as our usual um, competition of deliberate mistakes, we're going to put another competition in this week, just for fun. No prizes. <laughs> now, when I was on holiday, we got to the cottage where we stayed. It had all games and things there, board games and stuff. Ooh, fancy Dan! Right? Now, <laughs> one of the games that was there was a game called Mind Trap. Right. Which uh, we played a little bit while we were there. Yeah. Because it was so fucking ridiculous. Well, you played it with me as well, I seem to remember. I kept bringing you up and asking you the questions. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we're going to actually ask the one that was, that was your favourite question. Yeah. Because um, I went and bought it so we're going to ask this question if you already know the answer to this and you know this question don't give it away by putting it on the Facebook yeah. if you want to have a guess at it yeah. then by all means do contribute on the Facebook page we will also put the question on the Facebook page again so you can read the entire question so here is the question and we will reveal it next week what the answer is Carrie Queen works on the 35th floor of an office tower most mornings Carrie will ride the elevator as far as the 25th floor then climb the stairs to the 35th floor on the morning when it's raining however he will always ride the elevator to the 35th floor since Carrie is neither fond of exercise nor superstitious, what would be the reason of this rather bizarre behaviour? So if you can come up with the answer for that, try and work it out. Just think about it for a bit. Try and work it out. I mean, there is a logic to it. There's a genuine logic to the question. You will not believe the answer to this question when we tell it you next week. Uh, but do have a crack at that on the Facebook page. We'll put it in the discussion section of the Facebook page and we'll have all the discussion there and you can uh, join in and see if you can win it. You will not get it. If you get it, you know it already and you're a cheat. <laughs>